0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jason Branson. Psalm 39, if you have your device with you, I'm going to be reading out of the Amplified uh, this morning because I'm loud. Psalm 39 I'm going to begin reading verse 1. I, the Bible says, I said, I will guard my ways that I might not sin with my tongue. I will muzzle my mouth while the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent before my enemies. I refrained even from good, and my distress grew worse. My heart was hot within me. While I was musing, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue, Lord, let me know my life's end, and to appreciate the extent of my days, let me know how frail I am, how transient is my stay here. Behold, you have made my days as short as handwits, and my lifetime is as nothing in your sight. Surely every man at his best is a mere breath, a wisp of smoke, a vapor that vanishes. Selah surely every man walks around like a shadow in a charade surely they make an uproar for nothing each one builds up riches not knowing who will receive them and now lord for what do i expectantly wait my hope my confident expectation is in you look at your neighbor and say i have a confident expectation psalm 69 still in the amplified save me O lord for the waters have threatened my life they have come up to my neck i have sunk in the deep mire where there is no foothold i have come into deep waters where a flood overwhelms me i am weary with my crying my throat is parched my eyes fail while i wait with what oh there it is again with confident expectation for my god those who hate me without cause are more than the hairs of my head those who would destroy me are powerful being my enemies wrongfully I'm forced to restore what I did not steal O God you know my folly my wrongs are not hidden from you do not let those who wait confidently for you be ashamed through me O Lord of hosts do not let those who seek you as necessary for life itself be dishonored through me O God of Israel now turn to second Corinthians chapter 3 I'm still gonna be in the Amplified and I'm gonna read the entire chapter and I'm gonna read the entire chapter even though the I, I could have cut it short I want to read the entire chapter because I also want want you to see what's been happening to you the past two days second Corinthians chapter 3 beginning in verse 1 it says are we to commend ourselves again or do we need like some false teachers letters of recommendation from you or if, to you or from you No, you are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts recognized and read by everyone you show that you are a letter from christ delivered by us written not with ink but with the spirit of the living god not on tablets of stone but on tablets of human hearts such is the confidence and steadfast reliance and absolute trust that we have through christ toward god not that we are sufficiently qualified in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us but our sufficiency and qualifications come from god so when somebody asks you what gives you to write it's not what it's who I ain't preaching on that but that's good preaching he has qualified us making us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ not of the letter of a written code but of the spirit for the letter of the law kills by revealing sin and demanding obedience but the spirit gives life y'all see that the spirit gives what oh oh Oh, there it went again. Now, if the ministry of death engraved in letters on stones, the covenant of the law which led to death because of sin came with such glory and splendor that the Israelites were not able to look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, a brilliance that was fading, how will the ministry of the Spirit, the new covenant which allows us to be Spirit-filled, fail to be even more glorious and splendid? That's why sometimes we, we say, if you save, notify your face. I'll also say, notify your thumbs. just making sure you got it we needed an illustrated message this morning for if the ministry that brings condemnation the old covenant of the law has glory how much more glory how much more does the glory overflow in the ministry that brings righteousness the new covenant which declares believers free of guilt and sets them apart for God's special purpose indeed what glory the law in this case has no longer has glory because the glory that surpasses it the gospel for if that law which fades away came with glory how much more must that gospel which remains permanent remains and is permanent abide in glory and splendor since we have such a glorious hope and looky looky and a confident expectation we speak with great Courage. We speak with great courage. We speak with great courage. If nobody knows that you are a Christ follower, maybe you ought to open your mouth. I'm trying not to preach all this. And we are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so that the Israelites would not gaze at the end of the glory which was fading away. But in fact, their minds were hardened for they had lost the ability to understand. For until this very day, the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains unlifted because it is removed only in Christ. But to this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil of blindness lies over their heart. But whenever a person turns in repentance and faith to the Lord, the veil is taken away now the lord is spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty emancipation from bondage true freedom and we all with unveiled face god canceled the mask mandate over your spirit continually seeing as in a mirror the glory of the lord and are progressively being transformed into his image from one degree of glory to even more glory which comes from the lord who is the spirit let's pray father i thank you today god for your word it is living it is active it is powerful it is sharper than any two-edged sword lord let it divide today god let it divide today lord god the thoughts and the intents of our heart lord today as we wait for you with a confident expectation let this house become pregnant with the promises of god the prophecies of god the purposes of god let the kingdom of god come and let the will of god be done in this room as it is in heaven In Jesus name we pray and ask all these things everybody said amen amen Amen. you can have a seat see I'm I'm gonna preach to you today and 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 I know this is kind of a kind of a funny title but but now now, both of my kids are grown but when 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 Dolly was expecting I'm gonna let that word sink in for a minute when Dolly was expecting chance she was given a book somebody some some as soon as they found out some dear mother went out and found this book a classic and gave it to her it's called what to expect when you're expecting what to expect when you're expecting see see this was the thing is that as soon as they knew she was expecting something they wanted to guide her in the in the administration of her expectation today I have been sent as an Oracle of God to tell you what you can expect while you're expecting i'm reading the the bible through the amplified translation this year and i keep finding this descriptive phrase inside of it and most of the time that i find it it's tied to the word hope it's this descriptive phrase that says we wait with a confident expectation look look at your neighbor for just a minute and say neighbor I'm expecting. Y'all ever see the videos that they put on Facebook and all of these other places and they where where they go out there and they want to announce to parents or to grandparents or or to a husband or somebody like that, They, they they reveal to them that they are expecting. And so they set it up and almost every time that it happens, it, it evokes some kind of a crazy emotion. It evokes somebody just being so joyful that they cry or somebody being so joyful that they shout, whatever it is. But I, I want you to understand that, 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 that today, that today what's inside of you is a reason, is a reason to get emotional. You, you understand that today. You, you, I know probably nobody left in here today. said man look at all that emotionalism they had up there today just so you know yeah there was some of that mixed in there there was some of that mixed in I'm so happy I'm so happy I'm not who I was anymore I'm so happy that God set me free That would have been enough. Pastor Antoine, if it had just saved me, that would have been enough. But then all of a sudden he decided he was gonna baptize me in the Holy Ghost and fire. He said, now that you invited me in, I'm gonna do a little renovation in here. I'm gonna clear some stuff out that doesn't belong, and I'm gonna put some stuff in that does belong. I'm about to fill you up, sir. hermanita that should have been enough but it wasn't because then he set me apart from everybody else all of a sudden when everybody else was all packing up God decided he was gonna separate me from the pack he was gonna put me make a he was gonna put me in a body See, there's some days, Pastor Antoine, that I may struggle. My faith may not be where it is, but on that day when my faith is weak and your faith is strong, all of a sudden the body begins to work together. If that... That's why he tries to keep you getting alone and separated all the time. That's the reason he's trying to pull you away from the body of Christ, make you offended, make you mad, make you skip church, make you skip all of these other things. That's the reason the devil's trying to get you away from it. It's because the body ministers to the body. I'm not even preaching on that, but I, I boy, somebody needed to hear it. That should have been enough that should have been enough Joe that should have been enough but then he said now I'm gonna let you preach my word I'm gonna call you to the ministry sir and I'm gonna put the word of God down inside of you and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you preach the word and that should have been enough but then Maddie, he said I'm gonna let you do it in the greatest church on the face of the earth. (attutto) I'm going to put you in an apostolic house. I'm going to put you in a place that prays prays and 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 praise, then they praise and praise and praise and praise and praise and, praise and pray. Then they preach and they preach and, they preach and they preach and they preach and they preach and they preach. And all of a sudden, in the midst of all of that, we begin to see the spark that starts national revival. We begin to see the spark that wins a generation. All of a sudden. Boy, I have so much to preach and I ain't even started yet. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying, y'all. See, I'm expecting something today. I'm expecting something today. See, see, when, when they tie this word to hope, we have to understand that hope is a big-time word now I know I know that everybody likes to use the word hope there's a few people who've hijacked it politicians and you know stuff like that but 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 you'll see it political uh, political things relief efforts sports animals causes books matter of fact there's even this really 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 incredible place called Hope Farms if you're unfamiliar with it it's a place where god's daughters come to get set free man i try to preach <laughs> hebrews 11 says this it says now faith now faith is the substance of things what hope for, mm. hope for. Y'all, y'all y'all remember first Corinthians 13 13 I think it is it says it says now these three remain faith oh there it, is, there it is and love and the greatest of these is what yeah yeah be p- please be loving Please be loving. Praise the Lord. When I was a kid, they used to have these things called tracks. And people would leave them for their servers as a tip. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) That's a whole nother soapbox, but but, uh, please don't do that. If you do, leave it with an enormous tip. An enormous one when this writer uses the word hope here here's what he means the hope he's literally talking is the the word when he when he says substance it's it's a transliteration called hypostasis hypostasis it's it's a setting under or a placing under it's a thing put under it's a substructure a foundation it's that which has foundations that which is firm It's something that has an actual existence, it's a substance, it's a real being. It's the substantial quality, the nature of a person or a thing. It's the steadfastness of mind, it's the firmness, the courage, the resolution, confidence, the firm trust, the assurance. See, today what you're expecting is what's holding you up it's the thing there was a guy one time who said they said uh, how does it feel to be on the bottom of everything he said how does it feel to know that the bottoms was holding you up i need you to understand that today your hope is holding you up your hope is holding you up see this is the reason that the enemy tries to sneak in with a spirit of despair all the time he tries to come at you with a spirit of despair tries to snatch hopelessness out of your life because if he can snatch hopelessness out of your life he can just You walk through life and say, man, I just walked through life and the rug keeps getting pulled out from under me. Then hang on to your hope. Hang on to your hope. See, I, I want you to understand this, this whole thing, this, this part where the, 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 the word, uh, I'm going to skip a bunch of stuff, y'all. I'm going to skip a bunch of stuff. So uh, I'll let you know what page I'm on up there in just a minute, okay? Sorry about that see the words hope and hope they occur more than 140 times in the word of god i I can only speak for myself here but until friday june 24th i had hope i had an expectation that we would see the end of this demonic ruling known as roe versus wade but on friday On Friday, all the pushing that the church has been doing all this time. I'm 46 years old and for my entire life we have been praying for two things. The end of abortion and a national revival and now you're about to see both in your lifetime. See, I need you to get something. That's how hope works. Something is conceived and even though you don't see it, You know you're expecting. See, today I I I can say this with absolute confidence. I'm in a room with some people who are expecting. Woo! There's some folk who walked in here with a glow you didn't have before. There's some folk. There's some folk walked in, and and you you might not have even told anybody about your hope yet. You might not even said anybody about your secret yet. But you walked in today like. Glowing. Glowing. Isn't that what the, the Bible said happened to Moses' face? Didn't he come off the mountain after he'd heard the word of the Lord? And didn't when he come off of the mountain, didn't it say that his face was? Hmm. See, I, I and, 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 and in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, didn't it just say that if that which brought death made that kind of a glowing glory how much more does that which brings permanent life bring incredible glory oh my soccer i need you to get today this is why when you get around when you get around certain folks they look at you and and they just like them There's folks who worship in demons. They they uh they don't know why they don't like you. But you know what they say: haters gonna hate, and potatoes gonna potate. <laughs> There's a room of people in here who are expecting today. You came in with a glow on you. Some of you just found out. Some of you are barely showing. And some of you are there and it's obvious. Nevertheless, since we believe that life begins at conception, I need you to understand that your promise, your prophecy, whatever it is that God's already spoken over you is already living. Now, 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 just for a second, I, I want to take a break in here, because I do need you to understand that we tend to get what we expect. We tend to get what we expect. Let me Can I make a confession to y'all? Uh, almost exclusively now, when I go to a store or a restaurant, I really am expecting very little. And it shows now I'm trying just so y'all know I've repented before the Lord and now I'm repenting before you it shows it shows I'm just telling you it shows and you know what I found pastor Antoine almost every time I walk in and I'm expecting something bad almost exclusively I get what I expect now 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 I can play the role of the angry white guy and um, <clears throat> I mean I already am dressed for the part <clears throat> I pray play the role of the angry white <laughs> and angry white guy and stomp around and act like it's somebody else's fault but the fact is is that i walked in with a very low expectation and i got what i asked for see see this is what i want you to understand galatians chapter 5 verse 16 through 25 i say then walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh see you get what you expect for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these two are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are evident so just so you everybody is aware all of the all of the folks who who want to talk about how judgmental christians are and what gives you the right this Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. Boy, it was easy to amen those first ones, wasn't it? Yeah, pastor. Adultery. Fornication contentions. Look at this next one. Jealousies. Whoopsie-daisy. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. How about this one for all the angry white guys in the room? Outbursts of wrath. I was waiting on y'all to repent. <laughs> Selfish ambitions, yeah. dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I told you in the past, those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That, that's the word. That's the word. That's the word. I know my dad always used to say this. Uh, People always say, I just don't think a loving God would send you to hell. Nope, turns out you get there right by yourself. turns out you got to crawl over his love, crawl over his bidding, crawl over his mercy, crawl over his grace. You got to sidestep him, twist around him, do everything that you can to make sure you get there. It's good preaching. But the fruit of the spirit Can we just say this? Maybe what you produce Y'all remember when you need to go get fruit? What department do you go to? Produce. Hey, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Y'all ever notice how a lady who's expecting walks different? Yes, sir. Particularly the more she gets expecting. Y'all you know what I'm talking about? Come on. <sighs> no, 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 no. on. Y'all you know what I'm talking about? We ought to walk like we're expecting something. We ought to walk like we're expect. My God, listen, it, this, is, this is the problem. We have walked around all of our lives looking like the rest of the world. The fact is that we ought to be walking around with a promise. I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but it seems like like a thing where ladies take their pictures now and when they're pregnant, they, they, they make sure they emphasize the... I'm trying to de-emphasize... About to ask Joe for my coat back. I can feel it coming off of y'all right now. But they'll stand there like, you know what I'm talking about? They want everybody to understand. I'm expecting something. Somebody ought to walk around and hold your spiritual belly and tell somebody, I'm expecting something. Shoo. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 through 9 do not be deceived God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap I don't think I would do damage to the scripture when I say whatever a man sows that he will also produce yeah. for he who sows his seed in the flesh will of the flesh Reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And watch, 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 watch. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, look at your neighbor and say, Are you close to your due date yet? Shoo! My God, I'm telling you, I feel that when I felt it when you said it. Some of y'all are close to your due date. In due season, you will reap a harvest if you do not lose heart. My God, some of y'all's due date is closer than ever. I need you to understand this is why we're warring in prayer and worship and preaching against the spirit of fear. Why? Because if you keep lying in bed with fear, you'll eventually give birth to what you're afraid of. marinate for just a second I'm not gonna read them all Ezekiel 11 verses 5 through 10 I want you to just see this one little bit right here it says you have feared the sword and I will bring the sword upon you Job 325 for the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me and the thing I and what I dreaded has happened to me I I need you to get that if you're if if, if you're not careful you'll give birth to whatever you're afraid of that's the reason we stand up and we we speak to the spirit of fear all the time all the time we speak to the spirit of fear and it seems like that's the one the devil always wants to put in your life boy I want to keep preaching that but I won't what if instead we could be like the man That was sitting next to the gate beautiful in Acts chapter 3 the Bible says that he was sitting next he had been lame from birth lame from birth so 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 this guy never stood a chance so every day he had to rely on somebody to come by get him and drop him off so he could beg hoping that the generous people of God by the way those three words go together that the generous people of God would take care of him that day as he's as he's up at the gate beautiful the Bible says that he looks at Peter and John he looks at the two Apostles and this is what he says expecting to receive something from them fortunately for him that day he found the boys without their wallet because they said to him silver and gold we do not have But what we do have, we give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. What his first birth couldn't get him, this one got him. All of a sudden, the Bible says, and the man stood up, grabbed their hand and stood up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength, and he ran into the temple, running and leaping and praising God. Well, that brother was emotional yeah. see that all of a sudden when you're expecting something all of your attention goes to that see Romans 5 chapter uh, uh, chapter 5 verse 1 through 5 it says therefore having been justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through him we also have access by faith into this grace which we stand and we rejoice in what y'all remember last week when the apostle stood up and he preached on the blessed oh yeah 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 okay you do remember and rejoice in the hope of the glory of god and not only that but we also glory in tribulations knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character and character oh look what it produces hmm So it turns out that hope produces more hope. There's why the enemy keeps trying to abort your baby. Because he realizes that when this one's born, it'll just keep giving birth to more. Oh, buddy. That's good preaching right there. Look at what it says. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of god has been poured into our hearts by the holy spirit who was given to us now i want to talk for just a second just a second i want to share a story you'll find it as a matter of fact i'm going to give you a homework assignment for this week and that is to go read the entire book of ruth it's only four chapters pretty simple read read it read it again then read it again and then read it again this week it's a fabulous book i'm just going to through it this morning because we got some folks to baptize in here tonight. Mm -hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. See, Ruth, uh, Ruth was the wife of, of, a of a, a man. And this man died before she could have children. Now, Ruth was really, 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 really stuck in a situation because Ruth, the only person she ended up having left out of this whole family was her mother-in-law who had nearly lost all hope. Her mother-in-law's name was Naomi, which means pleasant. You'll see that come up in just a minute. And so, so Naomi and her husband, Elimelech, they, they were living in in a city. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it called Bethlehem. The the word Bethlehem, as a matter of fact, this is what it means. It means house of bread. But one day in the middle of the house of bread, there was a famine. And Elimelech packs his wife up, his two boys up, and he moves to a cursed nation named Moab. in order to escape his family dying he leaves everything that he owns everything that he's ever known he leaves the country that was promised to his people to go to a place that was cursed and while he is there he dies and so do both of his boys In the time that they were there both boys had found two moabite women and got married to them and so these moabite ladies are there with their old mother-in-law and they are weeping and weeping and their mother-in-law their mother-in-law who is struggling struggling with the with the loss of all of these things here's a rumor and the rumor was that God had brought bread back to the house of bread. She tells her two daughters-in-law, she says, girls, listen, you got to go. They said, no, 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 no. We don't want to go. We don't want to go. We don't want to leave you. We don't want to leave you. And this is what she says to him. She says to him, she says, girls, you have to leave. What are you going to wait for? Are you going to wait for me to find another husband? And then try to have children with this other husband. Hopefully it's a boy. And then those boys grow up. And you wait for them so you can start having babies. Is that that what you're going to do? No, 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 girls. This is what she said. The Almighty has dealt severely with me. I left full. But I'm going back empty. I left full but I'm going back empty one of her daughters-in-law finally heeds what her mother-in-law says her name was Orpah and she leaves and she goes back to her family's house but Ruth says to her I'm not gonna leave you where you go I'm gonna go where you live I'm gonna live your people are now my people and your god is now my god yes, so these two widow ladies leave by themselves and they make i believe it's a 60 or 70 mile journey so they can get back to the house of bread but but, but understand that their situation is not any better these two ladies who are traveling by themselves They can only eat what they carry. They can only eat what they carry. And, 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 and they, of course, obviously can't carry enough for lodging. So, so the journey from every indication that we have takes somewhere around 10 days. For 10 days, these women sleep in the open and they, and they eat only what they can get. If you look at the terrain, it's a really, really strong terrain. It's a really, really difficult thing. But these ladies are going to this place only because there is the hope of something to eat. Their situation isn't better. It isn't worse. now, now they get to where they're going and everybody says, oh, look it's pleasant come here miss pleasant it's good 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 so good to see you miss pleasant and she says to them don't you ever call me pleasant again call me bitter oh buddy have you ever been in the spot where you felt like god didn't deliver and you let yourself get bitter here's Naomi she's struggling in the midst of this whole thing and Ruth says to to her to her mother-in-law she says what do you need me to do and she says well here's what happens in the law I'm not gonna read the scriptures but 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 here's what happens in the law if in the law in Leviticus 19 verses 9 and 10 if you want to look it up Leviticus 23 verses 22 and 23 those who were poor who were widowed had a right to go to a person's field so 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 what they would do is they would they would make a field they would plow a field and they would plow it with sharp edges but they would they would reap it in a circle and so that everything that was left on the edges and everything that was left on the plants that they had already reaped the poor could come in and they could take those off of there so the bible says the bible says that that ruth goes out one day so she can glean in the field and she happens she happens on a field of a man named boaz oh buddy i already know what i want to say and i'm trying to not say it yet see here she is she's in the middle of this field hoping hoping that when she gets there that they'll leave some gleanings on the stem hoping that the person's gonna follow the law hoping that when she gets there the people won't take advantage of her hoping the Bible says that she just keeps gleaning and, Boaz, he's been away on a business trip and he comes back after making a deal. And he says, Who is that? Y'all know that's how he did it. Hey. Who's that? Oh, that's that, that, that Moabite lady named Ruth. Oh, boy, says I've heard of her. I heard that when her mother-in-law tried to make her leave, that she wouldn't leave. I heard that, that she came to this country and, and has decided that she's going to be an Israelite with all of us, and she's going to serve Yahweh. I, I heard about her. I heard about her kindness. So here's what we're going to do, guys. What we're going to do is when she comes to glean... I want you to just let her do stuff she's not allowed to do I want you to let her I want you to let her to go to, to places that are full and keep on doing it and, and and by the way guys as you're going I need you to let your little cornucopias tip over and I need you to let handfuls of skittles fall out of that cornucopia on purpose So while this girl's over there trying to get what she can off the Skittle plant, she walks. The Bible says that she stays with him all day long, and when she gets there tonight, she at night she leaves it. So this was the deal, Pastor Luke. She was going there so she could see if she could survive for a day. She leaves with enough gleanings to make fifty loaves of bread. Won't he do it? You've been wondering how you can make your social security check to move farther, how you can get your disability to move farther. I need you to understand that God didn't design you to just snatch whatever was left. He designed you to pick up. Mm. But we ain't done yet. So the Bible says, they they go she goes back to the house and she says to her mother-in-law her mother-in-law she walks in I'm picturing it like this because I mean enough to make 50 loaves of bread that's gotta be a lot so mother-in-law is hoping man I hope this girl comes home with something to eat and here comes Ruth goes out the door she does like this mother-in-law opens it she said baby where you been that ain't how this works She said, oh, I went to the field of a man named Boaz. And all of a sudden, Naomi goes, oh. This is what she says. I'm going to read it out of the message. Uh, Where is that? I skipped a bunch. Page nine. Ruth chapter 2 verse 20, Naomi went on and said, that man, Ruth, is one of our covenant redeemers, a close relative of ours. Honey, he has an obligation to take care of you for the rest of your life. See, see she gives her all kinds of stuff. It, it, it was pretty complicated, um, so I won't go over that now. But, 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 Ruth pretty well makes it known to Boaz. Available. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm available. He says to her, "Listen." There is is one who is closer than me. Let me see if he's willing to do it for you. And if not, I promise you this, Ruth, that I'll take care of you if he doesn't. So I want you to understand a little bit about this process. What it was was so that a man would never lose his inheritance and so that a man's family name wouldn't die out. What would happen is, is if he died before he could have children, one of his close relatives would marry his wife so that she could raise up a child in that man's name, and so that his name would never leave. That way, also, that the widow who was left, she would retain all of the lands, so that the heir would continue to have the lands. I know that's a really, really quick explanation of something that's very, very complex. But that's all the time that I have to uh, to give you the explanation. But but take a look at it. It's called a kinsman redeemer or a covenant redeemer or or whatever else it is. Just go take it, study it for yourself. That's also some homework that you can have for this week. What what the deal is is that when 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 she's about to leave, though, he says, "I'm going to take care of you." And the Bible says, it gives, gives these measurements, and so I did the conversion on the measurements. He says, hold out your shawl. I want to send you home with some more food. So the Bible says that while she's holding her shawl, this brother pours 12 gallons of barley in her shawl. So Ruth heads back home. that's a big blessing but I need you to understand that the next day the field that she had gleaned out of a week before she owned that whole thing see there's a part where the Lord gives you a blessing so big Robert that you can't carry it you got to move into it I know it feels like you've been dragging your blessing. You've been dragging your blessing from this place to the next place, but there is a moment. I'm telling you, there's a moment that what you were hoping you could get a little bit out of, God's about to give the whole thing to you. How do you know that, preacher? Hasn't the man of God been standing up for a year and a half now saying, there is a great wealth transfer that is coming to you? my god I'm pregnant with a wealth transfer whoo I'm pregnant with a wealth transfer I, I I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant with houses and lands. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant with inheritances that my grandkids don't even have the, the the time nor all the rest to be able to spend out. I'm 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 pregnant. I am pregnant with souls that are going to come to the kingdom. We will see it. We will see it. We will see it. As a matter of fact, this generation that just stood up, these twenty somethings, will be the generation that sees a billion souls come to the kingdom of God. You will see it. The greatest revival that's ever happened has not happened yet we are on the way Satan already took 63 million babies he's got to give them all back everyone thank you God the Bible says in Ruth chapter 4 verse 13 Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And when he went into her, I'll let you leave that one up to your imagination. The Lord gave her conception. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Ruth was expecting. Amen. Then the women said to Naomi, turns out she's not bitter anymore then the women grabbed old miss pleasant hey miss pleasant blessed be the lord who has not left you this day without a close relative and may his name be famous in israel they had no idea And may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age for your daughter-in-law who loves you. Who is better to you than seven sons has borne him. Look at this, look at this. Then Naomi took the child, laid him on her bosom, and became a nurse to him. Pastor Luke, yesterday, that thing, that, that word nurse jumped up in my spirit. I was in the pool i ran out of the pool i grabbed my phone so i could look up and see what it was and 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 so the the word is the hebrew word aman this is what it means to support to put structure under to hold on the side by the way all these uh gum bumpers who have been talking about um well i hope y'all ready to foster all these children Nurse also means foster mother, foster father. There's part of the wealth transfer coming into your life as well. (laughs) (laughs) Until that boy was about 14, Naomi toted him, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Y'all ever see those ladies where it's just they got a ubiquitous baby on their hip? You know, they just walking around, they just doing everything like this. holding the baby like it's nothing. Over here doing it, just holding that rascal up. What was she holding up? She was holding up a young man named Obed. The hope named Obed reproduced into a man named Jesse the man named Jesse reproduced into a hope named David. Twenty-eight generations of hope later, that hope became a man named Jesus Christ. That hope redeemed me. That hope redeemed you. That hope restored me. That hope restored you. That hope so my God was the one that lifted me up, and there's Naomi. Got to do something with the right hand switches mode. Handling it. I need you to know something. Mamas and daddies who have a prodigal out there. I prophesy over you now. Don't stop holding them up keep on supporting keep on hanging on don't let them go don't lose your hope don't let your strength run out just keep holding on because one day what you reproduced is about to reproduce its my god Pray them into the kingdom oh pastor Jason I I hear y'all say stuff like that all the time can I tell y'all uh, well I always ask questions pastor Luke like nobody like somebody's gonna be like no <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all something I think it was t- 10 12 days le- uh, ago I received a, a message from some folks in our church some very wonderful people in our church Marcus and Misty had a friend who was on his job and fell out and died they see him they find him they pick him up the hospital revives him he dies three times went into a coma ICU on a ventilator they called me up They reached out to me and said, listen, this is what they said. Pastor Jason, would you go by and lay your hands on this man? Just call him up out of whatever he's in. I said, sure will. So I popped over to the hospital. When I got into the hospital, there was a man in the hospital. I sat there was doing my best to try to to try to uh, to respect his time with him but what he was saying I couldn't stand couldn't stand so finally I walked around the walked around the the bedside I looked at the man when he finally decided to take a breath and I said Marcus and Misty sent me by here to call heaven down on him. You mind if I do that real quick? So I laid hands on the man. I called the spirit of death off of him. I commanded it to loose him and let him go. I prayed in the ICU like we pray here. I commanded the spirit of death, the spirit of despair, everything that had a hold on this man, I commanded it to loose him and to let him go. I got a message from Marcus and Misty about uh, two days ago that said, oh yeah, the day after you came by and laid hands on him, he woke up and he's off the ventilator. before in my life but I did know somebody's name and I called that name I I called that name over him and I commanded that name I said to that name cause death to run off of this man and rush off of him now in the name of Jesus and it had to go so mama and daddy Throw death off your babies. Throw barrenness off your babies. Shoot. Go ahead and give us something to light there, Trey. I, I probably need to stop. I got a question for you. How far along are you? How far along are you? Isn't that what people ask when they know? When they find out you're expecting. How far along are you? How far along are you? If you're, if you're any along, it's too far to give up now. I can tell you, you're carrying something special. I can see the changes watching watching how it's a little harder for you to get around I watch how you have to bring yourself in a prayer meeting sometimes I prophesy to you that your due dates sooner than you think you're about to deliver go back to where you were before that was good you have the command to be fruitful just how far along are you you always get what you sow how far along are you you tend to get what you expect I could tell you're expecting just how far along are you I came today remind you, you're about to give birth to something. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.